Alrighty, everyone, welcome back to the season finale of Two Boys, One Mike. I'm... One of us is going to die tonight. Yeah, hopefully it's not me. I'm Luca, I'm here with... Michelle Seuss. It's always the black guy, remember that. It cool. dies first. Black. Oh, well, listen, what about, the, does that uh, apply for brown guys? I think, I, think, I think I'm closer to black than you are. Well, are you saying it's any minority? So let's say it's a white guy and an Asian guy. Is the Asian guy going to die first in the movie? I think it's all, I was watching scary movie uh, yeah. like two weeks ago. Actually, I don't think there was a black guy in that movie. We're off the There wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's cut out this first 10 seconds. <laughs> Guys, welcome back. And the re- so I said season finale for no other reason other than it's our 10th episode. Um, and when we upload it, they ask us to put what season we're at. Um, so we're going to do in, in increments of 10. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, I feel like as a society, we're too uh, obsessed with round numbers. Love a good round number. Yeah. Love a, you are, you like a fraction? You're a fraction man yourself? No, it's, I don't know. It's just weird, I find. Like, it's so arbitrary. Yeah, I know. But it makes all the difference in my brain. Yeah. So, Michelle, we got, we got quite a bit to, uh, to talk about today. Yep, yep. We have a special guest. A special Kevin guest. Kevin Hart is going to join us at 9:30. Listen, it's going to be exciting. Hey H is coming. But yeah, Wait, so- I don't I don't even know his actual name. What's his name? So, he went on stage last night as just his last name. So, I'm assuming he'll keep the same uh moniker. He goes by Poljack. Poljack. That's a good name. It's his last name. It's his last name. Do you ever think of adopting a stage name? So, as you know, my so my dad is a comedian. Yeah. So when I go on, uh, sometimes I, I'll ask him to say like Luca J, just in case, because my middle name is Jared, just in case mm-hmm. uh, there's any overlap with that, you know. But uh, you, what about you? You go Susanator, sexy Sus. No, Sus. my my full last name is Susapoli. Oh, I knew so that. I just go by Sus. No, you didn't. <laughs> of course, I did not. As you know, we are barely even acquaintances. No, I'm kidding, but I didn't know that. Say it again. Susepale. Susepale. I remember. I'm, I'm, I'm like widenizing it because it's pronounced different. Like Sus- when Susepale. Tamil people. How do the yeah. Tamil people say it? Susepale. <laughs> like oh. I feel like such a fob saying it just like so, the Tamil way. I, the- I, like I hate the term fob because like, okay, as a kid, like haha, we made fun of people with accents, mm-hmm. but. If you think about it, they're actually like the coolest people ever. Like they fucking came here from like war torn countries and like it's badass. Yeah, it is badass. Like, yeah. So like as I got older, like now, like at my age, when people say fob, I kind of even I just caught myself. It yeah. kind of annoys me. I'm like, well, like they did like way more than we could even. Like I've for remember- me, I'm like, oh, I got to go to Kushard. I'll just order it on Amazon. Like, yeah, come on. Amazon's the way. I've never said that in my life. I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, but you'd get canceled for saying it. But I'm saying before the podcast, like I've heard the term. I didn't even know. Like I thought it was just something that was said 20 years but ago. Like, I think I it's more like minority children who say that, like Asian or brown kids who have like parents that are from like their you real got, countries. You got, the, you got the FOB pass. Yeah. It's like the, a slightly worse version of the N-word pass. We're going to move right along. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, 
As I began that sentence, I'm like, I know Luca's going to jump over this. Yeah, we're we're jumping over. I'm basically the hurdler of cancelable topics on this chat. I see Michelle's eyes lighten up. But but I want, I think last podcast or the one before, Mm. I was going to ask you if you ever thought about like doing more edgier stuff. So we, we had spoken about it by text and it's not that I'm not willing to do edgy stuff. It's just not something that comes to me. And I'm very much of the mindset of like not forcing material. Like I'm not going to be like sit, like I'll never just sit down and be like, I'm writing now. What I'll do is I'll take the bits that I've already written uh, from living and everyday situations and then develop them. So it's not that I wouldn't, yeah. it's just not what comes naturally to me. I mean, there's, there's like the one topic there, like the Cialis topic, which I feel like you do really good with, but. Yeah, but that's like not you. that's not my that's not my joke. I can't take that. I don't know. You made it pretty funny. I'm a funny guy. I'm a self-proclaimed funny guy. Yeah. But okay. as you as you mentioned, Michelle, we got a guest should be on in the next twenty or so minutes, so we we could talk a little bit amongst ourselves. Um, you got a sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. I was gonna say you got a show coming up. You do too. I do too. Uh, yeah. I had one that just passed. And then you are this you are this the meat of my comedy because I have one that just passed, one coming up, but you're in between that. So that's exciting. Don't yeah. make a meat joke. I see your eyes light yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> uh, I'll, sk- I'll skip over it. I already made some questionable jokes in the first uh two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, so next week is the competition. I always have this uh fear in the back of my head. Like I'll have to read the email, like put it like this close to my face i'm like okay it's confirmed april 4th the guy said it let me screenshot this yeah. and then i'm scared i'm gonna go there and the guy's gonna be like oh you're not on tonight like, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah i do that with everything too like if i have an appointment i'm like but i know i just read it but i gotta read it yeah again. yeah right. okay it's not just me no, i hate no. it we're both crazy but also like um there is like well maybe not so much in montreal i mean watch it happen to me next week now but like I've heard stories of like at the comedy store, like a comic will get quote unquote bumped because mm. like Louis C.K. will want to come and do like a random five minutes and then like he just loses his chance that night. Well, I think the risk of Louis C.K. coming to Griffintown is pretty much zero. So you might be good. Yeah. I mean, he's probably in an office somewhere forcing someone to watch him do stuff. Moving right <laughs> along. But it's funny you say that. We should uh, name this podcast Moving Right Along. That might be the episode, yeah. But so my my friend who's coming on, he performed for the first time uh, last night. Mm-hmm. I went and see him. And you know how it's weird. Sometimes they'll post the lineup. Sometimes they won't, right, on their Instagram. Yeah. And I had recognized the name. And then I noticed that that guy didn't perform. So maybe this was an example of either he got bumped. But I saw him there, is what I'm saying. He didn't oh, that's perform. weird. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Well, like they usually have a couple backup guys. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe he's a backup. But he was on the list. Anyways. I yeah. Weird. So should I talk a little bit about my last show? Yeah, talk about your your church, your my church ch- show. My church basement. Yeah. So very different type of show. Um, It was so it was in the setup that it was like a, a soiree, right? Like. The people got there at 6, they ate, they drank, whatever. And then the comedy show was supposed to start at 8.30. And I say supposed to because it didn't start until like 9.45, almost 10. Damn, that's like when it should have ended, no? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So like I was worried that like the crowd might be out of it. Um, 
you know, is that there like a mass before uh, your show or something. Not even, but the father was there, which was nerve wracking. <laughs> he was in the audience. So there was, there's only one guideline he told us and it was, um, no, don't, no don't pedophilia s- jokes. Well, that is an obvious, but he said, don't swear. Like don't drop the F bomb. And the comedian, the MC who went on that night and he dropped, dropped it, dropped like 50 of them. Like he went on. And so like, I remember talking to him before and he's like, uh, so my job as the MC is like, I'm going to go kind of test the water, see what people are comfortable with. He's like, I might drop an F bomb or two just to like, or 50. Yeah. Just to gauge the waters. And he ended up it like every third word was the F bomb. So I was just like, look at that father. Like we still cool. We still get was- was he there when the father laid down the laws? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, he he the father didn't lay it was like it was brought back to us that you know like by the MC. No, no, I like just someone that like there's so many workers there. Like I'll get okay. into that. So um were they like collecting money during your uh, there was raffling? There was raffles. Oh, but not like uh like you know in church where the, they the do the collection, yeah. No, there was not. There was none of that. There was raffles that were like it was so long the raffling, but for uh, what like a free date with you or something? Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> no, nah, was no was the highest bid two dollars? Come on, Mateo. <laughs> three. three. No, I'm kidding. But um, yeah. So MC dropped a bunch of f bombs, blah blah blah, and then so. It's supposed to start at, at 8.30, start at 9.45. In The whole time I'm in the back room and there's like a bunch of like volunteer children, like 13 to 14 year olds, because they're like through through their school, through their school, they're like, this is like a, a good way to, I don't Isn't know. Stay. It passed their bedtime to be out at that's what, 10 p.m. That's what I'm saying. And they were in nice church kids. church basement. Dude, and they were nice kids, but there was like 25 of them and they would not stop talking to me, you know? So they were just- About what? Ones what's it like being a comedian? Is this your full-time job? What are you guys going to joke about? They're like, can you make a joke about me? Uh, the MC actually ended up integrating them in a, in a joke. And it was actually really funny. But um, yeah, so they were just there the whole time hustling, bustling around. And then but like, like, yeah, like comedy shows are usually more, um, I guess like edgy again, is the word, right? Like I can't imagine like a, a G rated comedy show. <laughs> No, no, and it wasn't G-rated at all. Like, but there's like eight-year-olds there, no? No, they were like 13, 14. Like, they they probably swear more than us, you know. Mm. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so the whole time I'm in the back, and the whole like, I, like we're used to like doing, well, at least until as of late, we've been doing comedy clubs, like the comedy nest, where mm-hmm. like people are there for that. This one, kind of like that other show I did, was there was a mixer of supper, but it was a huge auditorium. There was like 250 to 300 people. Wow. And, and honestly, Michelle, you gave me a good piece of advice. You remember? <laughs> yeah. You like when I said that I was nervous that there was a lot of people. You're like, if there's only one person, you have to make one person laugh. But if there's 300 people, it's it's easier to make you know a 10 percent laugh. You know that was the, it's the abundance mindset, man. It goes cool. for everything in life. You you made me feel quite abundant that night. Yeah, I had an abundant vibe. But yeah, so then it's um, key to life, man. I like it. Wise words with Seuss. Maybe a new segment. See how fast uh, I, I change? I go from almost dropping the N-bomb to, well, <laughs> to yeah. dropping wisdom. Listen, if balance would say is the other key to life. Thanos. Perfectly balanced is all things should be. My man. But um, yeah, so then just quickly to, to finish off. So then like because it was supposed to start at 830, I'm just in the back, like not doing much. 
and like the people working there are like hey you want a drink so i was like they were slowly bringing me drinks the chef would come he would we would take a shot together so by the time i had to go on stage i was a lot gonzo. not not gonzo but like more than i've ever had like consumed before going on stage which got me a bit nervous but also the opposite yeah. of nervous so it, yeah. it, en- it ended up going really well um started off late but the show it's, i feel like it's the most comfortable i've been but for the first time, like when I was on stage, I had like this realization moment. Mm-hmm. So like maybe three to four minutes in, because I did like six minutes, the beginning had gone so well. But then I'm like, this has gone so well, but I still totally have time to fuck this up. Like if my last two jokes are horrible, I could yeah. still easily ruin the <laughs> night for myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Part of me wanted to like drop the mic and just run away and be like, the, the beginning was good, right? And just leave. But But, uh, don't you set it up? I mean, personally, I set it up in a way where, like, I feel like I save my best joke for last. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do that? What I did is I used, like, a closer that I've used before that I know works, and it did. But it's just, I don't find it's the funniest joke. I just know that it works. So I I feel like I did did front load the uh, Mm. the show quite a bit. So that's why maybe that thought came up. Okay. Yeah, because I, I always like whenever I watch comedy shows, I guess my favorite guys are the ones who they just end it with like the strongest joke. Yeah, I think that's the way you should do it. Yeah. Like Chris Rock with his last uh, special. Well, we'll see. Did, did you like it? I didn't really like it. To be honest, I liked it. Like, I can't even remember what he talked about besides the Will Smith stuff. His daughters. He, even that he's just saying like bitch every other word. I know. But maybe that's why I liked it. I, I, I'm a. I'm a fan of the the gossip. Love a good gossip. But I felt it, it kind of disappointed after like a year's worth of, and like I hear other comedians will be like, "Oh, I heard Chris Rock said it's gonna be really good," and then it's just him basically calling Will Smith a bitch like for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't know. I enjoyed it, but again, it might just yeah. be that, and like you said, like the the response was really. Uh was like was like late and everything but Mm -hmm. it was still cool do you feel like comedians are like you know how in in hollywood and celebrities i feel like there's kind of like a hierarchy like maybe like actors get like the most respect and then athlete or like i feel like comedians get the least amount of glory i guess out of like athletes actors musicians you find like comedians get the the least yeah. amount of like level of, like accolade like respect type thing. Yeah, like even like Will Smith slapped this guy, mm-hmm. and then he goes on stage, wins the Oscar, and everyone gives him a standing ovation. That was crazy. <laughs> I did fi- honestly. I found that super crazy. Even rewatching, but I think people were confused. Like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, like, it was a confusing uh, moment. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it was like peer pressure. Like everyone else around you is clapping and you're just like, I don't want to be the only one. And then... did, did any part of you think it was fake? Like when you saw it? Yeah, it, actually, our mutual friend is the first one to send it to me that night. And then um, I didn't believe it was real. I thought it was a skit. But that because he only sent me the slap part. He didn't send me the yelling part afterwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It but, really uh, looked like a skit. Like I'm still not convinced I mean, it wasn't a skit. No, no, it was real for sure. Yeah. But uh, he got banned from the the Oscars for like 10 years. Crazy. At least like, I mean, if you're going to get banned, the night you get banned, win the Oscars. Then who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, imagine in 11 years when he goes back, like how 
awkward it's gonna be it's like oh where have you been what have you been up to <laughs> yeah he, he should definitely strategically make a banger of a movie to win the night he gets back so his last two oscars were, were no, man. out of all the people they do that man like it's just yeah. crazy that like can you name one person who didn't like will smith before this happened? i like i liked will smith everyone did i don't think you can find one person who didn't like him he might have even been on like those top 10 likable actors you know those lists i could have seen him on that. like there's no reason not to like him yeah no he's a good actor family guy he's a musician like everything he did everything and all ruined with i mean not ruined but definitely tainted with that slap i think he ruined it <laughs> i don't know about ruined like Everything, uh, yeah, people forget in Hollywood. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. people have done worse. You know, we were yeah. talking about Louis C.K. I feel like what he did was, yeah, worse. And, and you know, already... you know, Rob Lowe, yeah, uh, from Full House. Is that who Rob Lowe is? I think that's John Stamos. What the fuck is Rob Lowe? I actually can't even tell you one movie he's been in. I just know who he is. Oh, he's, I don't know if you know the show Californication. Yeah, okay, now I know who it is. There you the go. Guy, the guy, the guy, Eddie Nero. Wait, is he the main character from California? No, no, that's David Duchovny. Okay, so I don't know who the, I don't know who Rob Lowe is. Oh, Paul Jack is here. Anyways, we'll continue this next week, I guess. No, no, we'll <laughs> what we'll do is we'll do his uh we'll do his little segment and then we'll continue a bit. What do you think? Since okay, he came on, sounds he came, good. On, came on a little earlier. He's connecting now. Mr. Paul Jack, do you hear us? Hey guys, I chose to do uh <laughs> just no video right now. Oh, okay. You're trying to be a mysterious little bad boy? He's no, not- at all. At all. I thought that was going to be the vibe. I don't know why. Get on video. Let's see you. I'm getting on right now. Where, where are you at here? Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 So let, let me give you a little introduction. Uh, for are, our- we, are, are we recording? We're live, yeah. baby. We're rolling. Oh, perfect. Let's go. So yeah, me and Michelle did maybe a little 10, 15 minutes. So for, all, for our listeners, we have my good friend, Paul Jack here. Do you want to go by Paul Jack? That's what it is. Yeah. It's a six letter name. It's P O L J A K. Shout out. Shout out for all our spellers out there. Yeah. You know, it's it's not long, but solid name. Solid name. But so quick intro, Paul Jack, one of my closest friends, best friends in the world. He just had a his first stand-up set. Um he's already off camera. It was the stardom was too much for him. <laughs> Did we lose? No, it's just my bit. It's just a little bit I wanted to open with, like on and off. On and off. Perfect. That's going to, it might give us uh, seizures, the on and off. <laughs> I'm back. I'm well, back. We need to put a photo sensitivity warning before this podcast. <laughs> I'm back, boys. Do you guys remember meeting each other all those summers ago? So, um, I don't, but it's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. I remember two very tall guys, but that could be anybody. <laughs> let let me start out by saying I watched uh, your comedy set. I don't know where you were, Michelle. I'm but, sure. uh, wait, wait, no, I, wait, hold up. I saw your a video of your comedy and I thought it was really good. Yeah, the one at Hurley's. Right. Uh, thanks. But then man. I I also saw you live, which I believe was one of your first sets at the Comedy Nest with Luca. Yeah, I think it was the first. Yes. One. Yeah, that was my first one. And you were strong even then. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's what I wanted to. <laughs> nice words. Nice words. Yeah, no, it was good jokes. Good jokes, man. Hold Jack, you're coming off the high of your first comedy set. Yes. Let's, let's get into it a bit. 
So I just want to segue into saying, you know, like from good jokes. So before going on and doing my first set, like way before. So they tell you to come in a bit earlier to get the vibe, to feel out the vibe. For the first <laughs> and time, it's like yeah. you, you go on stage, you see they like shine the light, you know. And then you like I went and sit outside next to these comedians. Right. And they all have like a few guys had like like books. They were like writing jokes, talking jokes. Yeah. And it was like something like I found really cool. I thought it was like, wow, like here are some people that like are like like minded and are like just thinking jokes. I felt like I was like part of something and it was really fun. Yeah, it is. It is a cool vibe. I think even Michelle, your first time. Remember, like the like even Paul Jack, you were saying that yesterday. They tell you to come like inappropriately early, and all <laughs> of it is all of it is just to see like a a light flash. A light, yeah. But, but it's uh, true. Great staff. Great staff. Nice people. So tell us a little bit. How how did it feel? How did it go? Because this podcast is very much beginner comedians. And what better guest to have than a comedian who just did it for the first time twenty four hours ago? <laughs> I know I'm still actually um, I don't know if shocked is the thing but it's like the coming down from it is pretty intense because you have like now I have the thought in my head do I keep doing comedy or is that it was that the bucket list am I done I'm fighting those ideas so yeah it's a good point like I think we spoke about it too and like you had said like it went well like it's a bucket list thing you yeah. could end it there and end it on a high. Like mm -hmm. I felt that too the first time. Michelle, did you feel that at all? No, I wanted to do it again. Let's go, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle has no imposter syndrome at all. He's just yeah. great imposter syndrome. You know I what I know. think? You know what I think? I don't know what it is. You, I think I know what it is. In your bio on Instagram, Michelle, you put in aspiring stand-up comedian. No, but that was after like my third. One. I know, but that's yeah. that's the way of you being like I'm fully into it. Like I'm down. <laughs> You know? yeah well i put aspiring yeah okay i will say this though when you are on this when you're on the stage and like people are laughing and you're like i planned this pause and it like lands and whatever i think there's a magic there sure. yeah but i also feel like there's a huge pressure for for you in those five minutes mm. to give people something to remember and it's like a huge responsibility and my kitchen was super dirty because all I could do is fucking rehearse this th set in my head. Couldn't clean my fucking kitchen. My pots and pans were all over the fucking place. I had eggshells, you know. You know me and my hard-boiled eggs. You know, I'm constantly eggs. making hard -boiled Wait, eggs. did you do like prop comedy with eggs or something? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I might have. It would have been the <laughs> Juggling hackiest, <ass. laughs> hackiest, funniest thing I could have done for sure. But, uh, dude listen for me it was just ecstatic it was a huge huge moment for me yeah. but yo i thought of something i want to ask you guys which comedians do you like like i i know you guys did like a, a trivia thing yeah. where where it's like you guys were asked these questions about like comedians but yeah. which comedians do you actually like well, wait Paul, I, wa I want to get more into your set let's let's do a little bit more. <laughs> come, okay, on, come on i have actually it's because I'm a super fan of the podcast, so I know you guys in a weird <laughs> fucking way. He's a he's a big friend of the pod. We, we love him here, but um, I want to ask you a few questions about it. Is that about your set? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, Michelle, we had spoken about this before, and it's funny because Polge mentioned it last night. I think right before was it before or after? Oh, I think it was after. You're like I was getting ner not nervous, but you like you would see comedians get big laughs. 
And it was maybe throwing you off because you're like, fuck, like these guys are getting big laughs. Am I going to be able to, to do that too? So No, yeah. no, I, I felt the opposite. I didn't yeah. really care about the big laughs. Did yeah. I say that? I don't remember saying that. I was more nervous oh. about watching the people before me because mm. if I saw someone bomb, mm. that's what would right. mess in my head. If I saw someone get a big laugh, it didn't phase me. Okay. I was more nervous about seeing someone bomb and then I'm be like, oh, that's going to happen to me too. Yeah, but doesn't a part of you want to like, hey, there's a selfish part of everyone that wants to be the best one of the night. That's for sure. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but I don't want it in my head that someone's going to bomb and then that's going to rub off on me. Next. Yeah, you're going to get the bomb dust on you. Yeah. Michelle, do you have a favorite podcast? Jumping right out of the uh, set. Back to the favorite podcast. Well, like the favorite comedian thing you asked, uh, do you know Mark Norman? Oh, bro, right up that. I love yeah. Mark. Yeah, Mark's Mark. my favorite right now. And, um, I listen, yeah, <laughs> to Joe are you, Rogan a lot. Are you a Hopefully big guy? That uh, doesn't get canceled, get me canceled. All right. <laughs> you listen to Joe Rogan? We're going to bleep that out. No, I just listen to the one with Andrew Schultz. He released one the other day. Oh, I think I started yeah. listening to it. Dude, so if you're if you're a Norman fan, you know how like he's like trying to always hang out with Jerry Seinfeld. It's like one of his like yeah life's missions. Yeah, and like he recently succeeded in chilling with Jerry and going for breakfast. Okay, there's a video of it, or I found out through a podcast I was listening to. I think it was Tuesday. We might be drunk. Story. Okay, I think it was Tuesday with stories with my with Joe, Joe List. List. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been he's been bright lately joe list yeah he's sharp man yeah. like whenever he, i see him he's super sharp as fuck like he performed at the nest i saw his picture in the no back way. room yeah cool. there's a picture of him in the back room i, I said no right way but i don't even know who that is to be honest oh okay <laughs> if we did the podcast trivia i would have gotten wrecked because you seem to know way more i still think it's fixed man oh you have I, to wear the fucking hat <laughs> Your, your friend asked a Dane Cook question. I'm like, yo, this is BS. Yeah, no, that was BS. No, I'm kidding. He, he tried to make it un yeah. as unbiased as possible, I guess. No, no. Well, if you want, bring the hat on Tuesday. Or would you prefer that if I win, I wear it the same night you perform? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, well, let me let me simmer on that one. Upco yo, can I know one thing? Upcoming dates. I need to know, when are you guys performing next? Michelle? Uh, next Tuesday at Lord William Pub. I don't know if... Um, I'll add you on Instagram after, but um, I'll send you the link or Luca can send you the link too. Yeah, I'll send you the link. I, I like it. Anything pub is cool. And, and you, Luca? So my next set is at the same place, Lord Williams Pub in Griffintown, the week right after uh, Michelle. So well, I, it's, cool. a, it's a comedy competition. So they're going to have a vote at the end uh, for like the funniest comic. Mm -hmm. And the w winner gets an automatic spot the next week. So if I were to win, like, I would be up against Luca the following week defending the title. Which would be crazy for the pod. Dude, Michelle, man, I think, honestly, are you a fan of um, Kill Tony? Uh, I've heard of it. I, I feel bad watching it because it gets in my, like, you know how I said I hate yeah. watching people bomb? Right. So, like, honestly, <laughs> there's so many cool things about Kill Tony. One of them is that they have legendary comedians on to host it. Mm -hmm. and uh lately they had roseanne and she was pretty like legendary i saw that one she was a bit like she was everywhere a bit you know she was like loud honest yeah 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 but it was but, good did she get canceled yeah. too recently yeah she was she was
she made the i mean when you have your fans yeah so that's a topic made. i actually wanted to talk about with uh with you guys like do you think cancel canceling is a real thing because i was actually funny enough talking to a lady at work who's like like older like 65 plus mm. like she like grew up in like came like when she's our age is like the era of like she worked in like the marketing team and it's kind of like a madman environment where like guys would just right. go and like smack girls on the ass and like nobody cared kind of thing so she's like people are too sensitive today like and saying how she doesn't believe cancellation is a real thing because people who genuinely support you will like stick with you yeah and it's just like this but I, you know, I think if you work if you work for like a like a big company or like you're a news anchor and you say something outlandish yeah okay yeah. but if you yeah. have a following yeah like, you could you could just yeah. go beyond whatever mm-hmm. my point was is that roseanne said that like your premises should be very sh- like close to your punchlines and i think michelle you got that fucking figured out man you're delivering a lot of jokes per set. I think it's very impressive. I think I even opened the podcast by saying this. But uh, yeah, so Roseanne was like, yeah, you got to get those premises close to the punchline. I think you're doing that. I think you have the potential to win the competition. I think uh, Lucas' jokes are getting fucking strong too, though. Um, oh, thanks, man. That's not as good as a compliment uh, as you just gave Michelle. <laughs> That's so... Let's talk about Lucas, man, because I fucking love his uh, Duolingo. Yeah, you like that bit. But yeah, like there's different ways to do it, right? Some people are like rapid fire, which is mm-hmm. funny. Some people are storytellers. I think yeah. whatever works for you is a... Uh... That's why I like Norman, because he just... His one special he released on YouTube is like three specials worth of like content. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's big on the on the rapid fire. But yeah, so the, the competition, because uh, I had sent Michelle a video of the winner this week, and there's like someone in the background yelling like, he brought all the fans. <laughs> so I, I, I guess it is like strictly based on audience members, right? It might be like a clap yeah. or Because it's a relatively new thing. So it's not like the comedy-ness where it's like random people just trickle exactly, in. Exactly, exactly. But also, funny enough, Lucas sent me like a video of the winner. And the winner is actually... The guy who organized my Hurley's night like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and you had told me about him a bit. Yeah. So so Michelle, like uh the the memorization pat like process to memorize all these like punchlines, what are you doing? How's your day-to-day? Like, what is it like? Because I've spoken because me and Luca, just to give you the fan like the fans a little context, me and Luca are great friends and we talk at length about like how we think and shit about comedy so that's why mm-hmm. i'm asking michelle like i'm yeah, curious of course. what's it like michelle with all those punchlines memorizing how's it how's it going uh i basically just like write out exactly what i'll say but then when i actually rehearse it i'm not saying it exactly word for word like i'll probably get like 90 percent of it exactly how i'm saying it but i i rehearse like whenever i have like nothing to do like when i'm driving like okay yeah you could be listening to music and stuff but you could easily use that time to just say your thing over and over again or like when you're in the shower <laughs> from this that, view you look you, you look like thanos from this view very powerful dude very, that's, very powerful that's, that was very true man uh i think uh, you should use every moment to like 
probably actually edit yourself and try to perfect the yeah. words and shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, obviously that's a logical answer coming from you. Not yeah. to say I assumed it, but it's just like, obviously a guy with that many punchlines, just like rehearsing, editing, rehearsing, editing, you know? Well, I, I just also have like kind of like broad topics. So like my last set, I had like five broad topics and kind right. of, I wrote them down on a paper, but I didn't even look at the paper in the end. Are you more like a type it out in your phone or have papers? Yeah, I use, I use my phone. So oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if you listen to like the prior ones, but me and Luca talked about how like we come up with our content and I just have like this huge notepad from like seven years ago of mm -hmm. ongoing ideas. <laughs> but but like even for uh, like, cause you guys are talking about like memorization. I think like even Michelle, like now that you've, you're redoing like the certain sets and certain mm -hmm. bits, like you don't really, you probably don't really like practice to the same extent. Yeah. Or even it just maybe like you'll rewrite it and you'll you'll reset it and think of a way to change it. Like my my I have some bits that I've changed and like if I, mm -hmm. if I think of something to add them, then you could just add them. So I think the process really develops the more you do. Yeah. It. And yeah. that's then that's why you should like maintain some of the same bits because mm -hmm. they're gonna develop and by the fifth time you say them, they might not even be the same yeah. as the first time you said them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like even for like all of us, like the first time I went on, I had written it on my hand. The first mm -hmm. time Michelle went on, you had it on a piece a of paper. paper yeah. Paul, Paul Jack had a uh, had it on his phone, but he made it like part of the bit. You know, he took out his phone. He's like, I forgot it. And you could always make it something funny, right? It, it doesn't have to yeah. be an awkward moment. And, like there, mm -hmm. people know that you're a comedian there, so yeah, just <clears throat> just throwing that you're not nervous, throwing that it's it's part of the set, and you'll get a laugh. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a pressure to because you have five minutes and it's real estate yeah. and it's like New York City like minutes over here like we gotta make <laughs> them all like these Eiffel Tower like fucking crazy structures of jokes and make sure they land and like I'm just saying jokes have to be well structured you know for sure mm -hmm. well I want was... I want to, I want to talk about that with you guys well structured jokes oh, okay. <laughs> Well, like Luca was saying actually last week that um, I think you had like a joke that you had like in the reserve and like you were going to on the fly kind of like change it. Did you end up doing that or? Yeah. So uh, my site was a bunch of new stuff. And then towards the end, I uh, fell back on an old joke that I spun with a new. Uh, yeah. A, yeah. A new punchline on the second part of the joke. So yeah. question then. So when you went up, you didn't have like a to z what you were gonna say no i did okay but, did. Uh, i just wanted to mention that this the, the latter part included this previously thought up uh, okay so you had you had like mix and match them before going yeah. up it wasn't on the fly because because i was supposed to do a set a long time ago before the pandemic i had this joke and it, it sort of became stale, but I found a way to incorporate it with new shit to make it fresh, to my in my opinion, you know? And it landed, so it was all right. I like that. But to talk about crowd, because you were just saying how, like, at these competitions, the louder, like, the so, the cheer is, the yeah. more likely, you know, there's a correlation to winning with that. But it's not, just, just to pause there, it's not, like, the cheer during the competition. At the end, I think yeah, they what they both. do is vote for michelle yay vote for mm -hmm. trevor and that's what it is yeah that's what i'm saying right right uh yeah i because i wanted to add like i felt like i 
I did have laughs from my friends. I knew I was going into it with, okay, my my boy's got my back. Like, how are you not gonna laugh if you're my if you're my boy? <laughs> yeah. Telling me you're not gonna laugh, if you're my boy. It's like, yeah, yeah, what that's type the, of fucking? That's some Judas. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's how you show support for sure. Yeah. So and yes, even for, even for me, like the first few times I did it, having friends there, you know that you can fall back on that. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. that's what the first few times I've done it, like especially the last show. The last show I did was the first time I had not my girlfriend, not any of my friends, no one I knew there. So that was it was kind of the fun. church one, the church one, yeah. And it and it went really well, but you don't have like that. Okay, if anything, I could just look at my friend and he's gonna be laughing. Mm. Be yeah. Fun. So. uh Paul Jack, did you like I think me and Luca had said this like there's always one person in the crowd that's kind of like your like your comfort person. Did you have that? Like was it your friends or so I went into my set. Um I I actually had this uh I walked in and I was like looking more towards the ceiling. Because yeah. the first the first part of my joke is really like I took like a stylistic approach to like be like different with like timing and like say like this weird like I like coffee and like sort of just be like trying to get a reaction out of people be like what the fuck is this guy talking about and then slowly with good jokes narrow down the focus like I I'm talking about this mm -hmm. so oh oh we lost them we what lost happened? them I, I don't know maybe his phone died maybe uh well, so we got a we got a good chunk out of him. Uh, maybe I'll message him see uh, see what happened. But what I could do is I'll, I was going to ask him if because I wanted to show you the video of his because one of our friends filmed it. So it'd be cool for you to to check it out now that you got uh, some background. Yeah. But let's see. Wait, if we could, let's we're going to do it live. No, no, of course not. That'd okay. Be, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> let's see. Okay. Oh yeah, his phone died. But um, okay, so that that was it for the guest. It, it was a good time. <laughs> we'll have him on again after his next set. I know though that if his phone wouldn't have died, he would have um, he would have wanted to plug this. So my friend Paul Jack also has a very good, delicious cookie business called Seven Biscuits. Did you know this about him? I don't even know his first name. Yeah, uh, well, that, so fair <laughs> enough. You didn't know. So is it is it Trevor? No, uh, okay. Alessandro. Okay, okay. So yeah, check him out on Instagram. Seven Biscuits, really good cookies. Okay. Well, I can't, I can't let the guy his phone die and then not plug him. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, moving right along. So that was our guest. Uh, and you'll see, you know, we're a beginner podcast. Sometimes we have technical difficulties here. <laughs> it's been a while, though. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. And yeah. it wasn't either either of us. So we, we've yeah. been. Yep. So tell I'm me, Michelle. Blameless. Michelle, tell uh, me a little bit about how you're feeling with your upcoming set. I think my biggest fear is always like I'm going to get bumped somehow or like something gets lost in translation and they're going to be like, you're not performing today. And <laughs> Why do you I always invite a bunch of friends and then they're going to be, this is like the first time. Well, actually comedy Ness, you have to pay. Yeah. But like this one's like 15 bucks. I yeah. think he lowered the price, right? No way. I didn't see it. When you first sent it to me, it was like 1650. Right. Yeah. I remember that. But then I sent it to my friends and I saw it's 15 bucks now. Ah, maybe he's like, the demand wasn't <laughs> as high as expected. I don't, I don't think he was getting a lot of tickets bought. Yeah, but it's 15 bucks and it includes a drink. Yeah, a drink. So it's basically like eight bucks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But so your your worry is not even how well the set's going to go. It's more like in, in the red tape of it all. Am I going to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know. I just have this 
I've developed this mindset from other stuff that's going on in my life where it's like you just, to quote Shia LaBeouf, you just have to do it. There's no point of worrying about it until like you're in the actual. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like what what's going to change if I worry about it? Like, what is it like 96 hours before? Like Exactly. You could, and but it's only natural. Like it's a yeah. natural action to be a bit. I, I think my first one, I felt like that, but then. Like stress. Yeah. Like, especially the, the day of, like, I felt like nauseous and stuff, but then, yeah, for sure. Only, only recently. Now, now I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only recently have I been able to like have a full meal before going. Yeah. Took me to like my fifth, uh, my fifth time to be able to stomach any food. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never done 300 people, but yeah, that one was, uh, was intense. But yeah. it was, oh, I, and I, uh, um... and, um, so you said it's an auditorium. So, I feel like one of the beneficial things of doing smaller places, like it echoes more. Yes. Yeah, so, like yeah. we're, you're in an auditorium. So like, yeah, did it change how the laughs were amplified, I, I guess. I think, I think you're right for sure. Like in a small place, the laughter bounces off the walls, but mm-hmm. like this one, I think that was negated by the fact that there was so many people. Right. And laughter like is pretty infectious. So if you get like one table laughing, the other table is going to laugh. And actually there was a videographer there. And um, they got my set on video, so I'll, I'll send it to you. You could take, you could have a look. It's cool. There's like different angles, not the nice. best. You should, you should post that. Yeah, there's, a, there's maybe a clip. I wanted to look at it. Uh, been a bit busy, but maybe I'll like clip it up and try to add some close captionings. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you ever gonna start a TikTok or anything? I know we've spoken about this, and like, kind of the sentiment is you kind of have to if you want to be big, but that, then that's fully committing to the fact that you want to be a stand-up comedian. You know? You don't find? I mean, how much work do you think it takes really to like think... just post a video? Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think it's that much work. I think it's more like you're putting yourself out there, like you're gonna make a like a stand-up comedy page. And like this like now it's I think to both of us is very much secondary, you know, in our identity at least. But yeah. like once you do that, then if people see it, then more, there's more of a reach. Like my I don't know about you, my Instagram is private, so it's limited to who can see what I post. Mm-hmm. You, you strike me as a public Instagram guy. I recently made it public because of the um, comedy stuff. <laughs> that's it. I like that. I mean, a couple of people you know added me. Oh, I don't yeah. know who they are. Yeah. Who are they? Let's, let's out them. You Just want me to me, say their name? Not full names. Give me a first name, first letter of the first name and first letter of the last name. And I'll try to guess. BD? Yeah, of course. Good friend of mine. Um, shout out BD. I've never given him a shout out here. Yeah. Good, uh, good, heard... good, great friend of the pod, great friend of my comedy, very supportive, great guy. Yeah, um, I forgot who the other guy was. But BD, BD is a good follower to have. I'm gonna uh... be coming uh, to your show eh, next Tuesday. Oh, or... it might, it might have been. Oh no, wait, two and a half fighters. Yeah, yeah, that's a so that's so Julian used to have a podcast. Julian, who was on uh, the, the, the trivia, yeah, yeah. He had a podcast and that's his, like, I guess he doesn't have Instagram, but he's now following. Look at that. You're gaining some followers. Yep, man. Almost we both have the, some. Even, even almost yet. at the 50 follower mark. Let's go. Get those 50. Now you got more than 50. Yeah. <laughs> we got a few, a few, yeah. like 400, 500. Yeah. Like in the middle. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. But um, I, I've heard of people who, who buy followers. That's crazy. eh? It's a real thing, of course. Yeah. But like, do you think it's good for no, business no. if you're like a comedian? Like, what? Like the only thing it's good for is like clout, right? Yeah, like, but that's like currency in 
but yes and no because like your engagement is not going to go up like yeah yeah, that's true i don't think they they like and share whatever it's it's always weird when someone has like 700 followers but then like like not to say likes mean anything but you see they have like 20 likes you're like something doesn't add up (laughs) even worse sometimes someone has like a million followers and or like let's say like a hundred thousand followers and then there's like 50 likes on a picture yeah like yeah that's true yeah i think in the end the truth will come out i think it's even worse maybe yeah it's even worse because you have all these people that see your stuff and don't like it at least people who don't like my stuff don't see it you know yeah but that actually kind of segues into our like potential joke segment. You got one? Well, you know how I, I asked you to remind me of something uh, like yesterday by text? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. I remember. I, I want so to it was just uh, like I saw like, this, this girl, like, you know how the Explorer page suggests stuff for you sometimes? Yeah. And like, it's just like a girl who's blessed in certain aspects oh i like how you didn't go uh, blue here thank you very much nice. what's blue like dark or like okay raunchy. yeah and like all she put was like happy saint patrick's day <laughs> i'm like at that point like why even put a caption like i feel like there's something there where it's just like like listen if i was uh, oh, it's good top one percent beautiful girl like i'd probably do the same thing and get validation that way yeah but it's just like what is like your like okay i'm just gonna say the word what does your ass have to do with like mykonos it's like mykonos <laughs> take me back but then it's like just like yeah first canal like <laughs> most things kill me when it's like a girl half naked and it's like living my best life or not e- or something even vaguer like just bought a house and you're like Where yeah is like it's just not related to it at all yeah definitely a lot of potential i like that yeah that's a good but one. then i also had a conversation with some friends on the weekend where like you're familiar with only fans right no what's that <laughs> i'm kidding yes of course you know so i was just saying like if i was a hot girl 100 percent, i would do like at just feet pics like nothing that reveals my identity well so then you don't even need to be a hot girl you just have to have nice feet but do you think guys can make money because one no, of no, my I, friends she yeah. actually said like you know, like you could probably do it too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like if like think it, think if you could make like an extra like two thousand dollars a month just by posting pictures of your feet, wouldn't you do it? Here's my question to you: If you were guaranteed to make that two thousand dollars a month, but you had to post the pictures of your feet, would you do it? If it was guaranteed, you knew but, it was happening. Like, no one will know it's me because I'm not posting my face. Like, unless you have a very like, unless you're missing a toe or have a very distinctive characteristic of your foot, no one will know. Hundred percent, I'd do it. One million percent, I'd do it. Yeah, I'm doing it too. <laughs> hey, you know what could be a fun segment? We both put our pictures of our feet on OnlyFans and see who makes more money. <laughs> I'm down to do that, dude. I have some not great looking feet, though. I'll tell I, you, that. I, I would get a is it manicure or pedicure? Pedicure. Oh, you know this. Don't be so much. No, no, I actually don't. Is but it? It's pe- yeah. I like, I know the terms, but I always get mixed up which ones for Manny for May and pedicure. May. Okay, for yeah. Pie. Okay, wait, is it a French word? I think it's like Latin. Okay. Which is why did we ever stop speaking Latin? Everything's derived from it. And then they're just like, we're going to stop speaking the actual language that new segment, Latin jokes. (laughs) Do you speak Latin? No, but we can learn. 
but no for real like everything's derived from latin so why didn't they just continue speaking latin Probably like well we got all the best bits out of this crazy language let's throw away the rest let's it's, like, it's like when you buy a chicken you make chicken sandwiches but you don't keep the carcass you know yeah but there's a reason for that like there's no reason to come up with a whole new language if you're just going to derive everything from the main language listen buddy i'm no <laughs> linguistic okay i'm just trying Bro, you're on duolingo man look yeah, at the I, latin I, section you know it's like last i find like as of late my best jokes have been coming when i'm on like about to fall asleep like i'm falling asleep and you know how there's always something you think about before you fall asleep yeah so like in the last few nights like i've had i've had you know okay you know when you're about to fall asleep and you know that like within five minutes you'll be asleep you feel that warm feeling, the, the door is there to sleep. Yeah. So that's where I find the funniest joke. So then I have to decide whether I'm going to break this and then not be able to fall asleep for two hours and write the thing in my phone, or if I'm going to not write it down and, wake and, up and be so pissed because I won't remember. You know, it's funny because mm -hmm. uh, I texted you recently that I am trying to rewatch Seinfeld and see what all the hype is about. I love that you're doing that. There's one episode where he wakes up in the middle of the night, he writes something down and laughs. Yeah. And then he can't remember what he's trying to yeah. say like the next day. Yeah, I was actually just thinking of that episode as I was telling the story. It's hilarious. I still don't get like it's watchable, but it's not the greatest sitcom ever. Like people make it out to be. Like I said, I really think it's a something that's innate in everyone. You're either a friends person or just like you're either a dog person or a cat person. You're either a friends person or you're a That's person. a bit I have for my, you know how I have a dog section for my yeah. comedy? Yeah. Which if if I somehow managed to win next week, the week I would potentially go up against you, I would do my dog stuff. Whoa. I don't want to go up against the dog stuff. Whoa, whoa. Come on. No, but one joke is I don't think there's really cat people. I think there's dog people and then there's people who want to get a dog, but it's too much work. So they settle for cats. That's and funny. Like, cats are essentially like the Pepsi of house pets. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I and like then cats. I was going to, I was going to. But like deep down, anyone who likes pets wants a dog. Like if you didn't have to give them as much attention, mm. like you'd want a dog. Cats are just like out of convenience. <laughs> cats are like, cats are, yeah, it kind of like what you said. It's like having a roommate. It's one foot in, one foot out of the whole pet. Uh, yeah. Pet idea. Because you don't have to feel, they, they don't, do, well, I don't know. I've never had a cat. I've had cats. But like my dog, when I go to work, for, mm. like to the office mm. so like i wear certain shoes to walk him and go to the dog park and then i wear certain shoes to look nice yeah and he knows my nice boots mean he's not coming with me Damn. So he will try like i'll be tying my shoes and he'll try to untie my laces while That's i'm putting so them funny. but like would a cat do that i don't know i'm sure there are smarter cats um but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cat. I'm a cat fan. Don't people leave like cats alone for like three days? Yeah. You could leave a cat. Like you, as yeah, long as you can't do that with a dog. No, no. The dog would run through the door. You would yeah. just get home and there's a, the size of your dog's head yeah. on the wall. But I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there are cat people, but I, but I do agree with the premise. But that... do you think there's people who only like cats and hate dogs? Yeah, Cause I know people sure. who love dogs and yeah. they're just like, well, that's me. I love dogs, but I'm like, fuck cats. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure there's a whole website called I Love Cats and Hate Dogs. I'm sure that exists. And there's just one person who hates I dogs. I, I have a heart. That, that's some Luca Magnata shit right there. Don't stop talking about Luca Magnata. That, that, that's actually going to be part of my thing, too. What? 
I'm gonna like ask the crowd like uh, do we got any dog people in the crowd and then like people will cheer mm. then I'll be like do we have any cat people and when the people cheer I'm gonna be like we found our potential Luca Magnatas in the audience today. Well, I'm not coming to your set anymore. <laughs> My name's Luca. That's Luca Hate. That's your spirit. Well, I, I'm going to do it the night we perform together if I win the competition. So you be like, that you, guy's name is Luca. You, you don't either, vote for him. You either perform or you don't based up my set. Yeah. But how many people you got coming on uh, next Tuesday? Do you know? Um, you have like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> no. Well, like I, I put the invitations out. A bunch of people messaged me that they bought tickets. Oh, sick. I think maybe like 12 people. But I, you're a shoe in. I don't know. What well, do you actually, mean? Daniel's coming. Well, like our mutual friend is coming. Well, too late. The yeah. last time, the last time he came was my first show. Actually, wow, so. that's that's cool. Like he's gonna see the the progress you've made. Like even me, I've had friends who came the first time and then like maybe yeah. like four or five times down the road. They're like wow, you know, it's, there's a, a, lot of it's a day after his birthday, so I have to do do well for him. Yeah, but I I do wonder what the voting system is. It has to be applause based, right? Yeah, because that, like that one, the video sent me, that guy's such a sort of loser. The guy, the guy in the back. Yelling in the background? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? why do you? Well, like, like, I hope that I never perform with that guy. That's just like so much negativity. Right I now. know it is. But what, like, would you be pissed if you knew you did better, but you only lost to someone else because they had more fans there? Would you care? I, I'd understand. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, a popularity contest at the end of the day. And it's a business at the end of the day. The, yeah. the business themselves are not going to punish someone for bringing 12 people, yeah. to 20 people to their establishment. Exactly. Like if they have a choice between me and Sugar Sammy, they're going to choose Sugar Sammy because he could bring in like a bajillion times more people. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but let's say that night there's a max 30 people. There are 30 people. Uh, there's room for 30 people. Yeah, and, I'll and you bring 20 people, you'll beat Sugar Salmon. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Well, or, or you have bad friends. That's true. But like the the starstruck part of uh, like I told you once I went to an amateur show and he came in at the end, like yeah, just yeah. as a surprise. Where was this? Um, Isn't like Place Bonaventure. There's yeah, like yeah. a cafe place. I forgot what it's called. Comedy World or okay. something like that. Comedyville, maybe. Uh, and like everyone just gasped as soon as he walked in. Really? Audible gasps. <laughs> yeah. Like even my friends, like I'm like, <laughs> I was only with three friends that night, but like it's just, it's just like it's a it's a celebrity man. Like <laughs> they just scratch your name off. The just out thing. of respect, they're not even gonna make it a competition. Yeah, they're like actually, Sugar Sammy wins. Yeah, but uh, no, that's cool, man. That's cool. So we're closing in on uh, usual time here. But what about your potential joke? Potential joke. So that's a good question. Bear with me. So like I said, like, like you'll, I, I'm looking at my app, at my notes app right now, 12.56 a.m. I wrote something, but it was for something that a joke I already have, the, the Duolingo joke that I'm sure you heard. I don't know if I sent you a video with it. Oh, you're eating. So no, you're not. You're not. I mean, you give us a nod. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have that whole joke about learning Spanish, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is what I wrote last night is, so like the first time I performed it, I, I put in this whole segment about how the the messages from Duolingo are increasingly more like aggressive, you know, like at first it's like, Hey, I think that's how you, you had seen the joke. Second time I did, I left that out. Cause I didn't think it was strong enough, but now like I found a way to like 
or like at least I think I found a way to like make it more in like it's an escalating phase. So like I would be like, if I get another message from that owl, I'm going to lose it. At first, it's a message on the app. Then you start getting emails. Then I'm like, I got a letter in the mail and it just said, do your Spanish lesson, you bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, I can't be sure, but I think there was a threatening group of owls on my balcony <laughs> the other day. Yeah, that's a good. You know what I mean? So yeah. And this is this is all me pre-sleep. And this yeah. is the only time, like now it's the only time I can think of stuff is pre-sleep. Well, like they say, like when you sleep is when your brain sorts out things. That's true. Like from like the day. I'm going to do my next set asleep. Yeah. Sleepwalking. <laughs> what just don't just doing? just don't uh, have any sort of a risque dreams on stage, man. It's, you don't want to. I knew you were going to go. You know how I knew you, know how I knew you were going to go there? Because it's been like 30 minutes that I haven't made a joke. Like... And that, that tank top is risque. You're wearing a risque tank top. Well, we're not on video, man. I see you. If, if we're no, but if we released the video, I'd be more. Yeah. We got more it. P- PG thirteen. We've been saying it. We got to do the in person one. Well, there's like one like mangled. Uh, our first one I posted on YouTube, and oh, like the... I I even have someone who like uh, a guy on my soccer team. He's like put put them on YouTube because I can't see them anywhere else. I'm like, oh, but you you could try Spotify. He's like, I could only watch it on YouTube. So we got to give uh we got to got to shoot a YouTube one out. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, Michelle, I know we've said it quite a few times, but let's close it off with your performing. When and where? April 4th, Lord William Pub. Come support the boy. Uh, yeah, well, um, I'll post it on my story again because I don't know how the tickets, like if there's limited capacity and stuff. Not saying I'm going to sell out the place, but hey. there's like 11 other comics, so I'm sure they're going to have friends too. So it'd probably not, be better to you're reserve not saying tickets. You're not going to sell out the place. No, I, I don't know how many friends are actually going to come, but I'm I'm trying to I'm putting more effort than my last shows to get people to come. Of course, so I can win because it actually means like not that it doesn't mean anything when they come the other times, but now yeah. there's there's a tangible reward. Yeah, you're gonna get that big. But uh, so you're not into the wrestling stuff? No, not even know. the clips I sent, man. Uh did I watch any of them? Maybe one. No. <laughs> do do I do I enjoy it? Like I get it. I get that. We're not yeah. gonna go on. We're not gonna go on this wrestling tangent again. But what what was that show you watched? You said you watched instead of wrestling, like as a kid. Did I say that? What One Tree Hill? I didn't say that. There's like some like soap opera. Oh, oh the OC. Oh yeah. Wait, did you watch that show before or after your first period? Uh, that's very really funny. <laughs> and now you know what's good. You know what's good I about thought. This? Of... You know what's good about this? The next time uh, we have a podcast, we'll have a story because I'm gonna jump you on stage now. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's someone's been watching the wrestling clips. This one is for, like I don't even know what to say. Like I was about to say a wrestling thing, but I don't have any wrestling yeah. thing to say. You know, I actually re-listened to our podcast from last week, yeah. And I thought of that, that joke while I was listening. I'm like, I need to find a way to set Luke up for this joke. This this, this whole period joke was, was, a, was, a, was a whole thing. <laughs> this whole last hour, I'm like, how do I squeeze it in? You're like, okay, cool. We got a guest. Okay, well, how can I work in this period thing? Uh, the OC is a great show, man. Have you ever watched it? No. Oh, you're too manly. He's got to watch fake. No, what, what's it even about? Yeah, well, no. We're, we're, first, we're going to do this. You'd rather watch two sweaty, oily guys wearing masks oh, yo. around with each other. It's not just sweaty, oily men, man. Back sweaty. in the day, I'm telling you, the WWF slash E like, employed yeah. the most beautiful women in the world. And like... Yeah, yeah I, I can't say the rest. I'll, I'll send you clips. <laughs> Do not send me clips. I'm blocking you on Instagram. 
Um, but what was I going to say? Something about wrestling sucking. We already went over that. Uh, no, that's it. So Michelle's there uh, next Tuesday. I'll be there April 11th, hopefully against Michelle. Um, Wait, did you say November? No, did I say November? April. Oh, if I if April. I said November, I, me- I meant April. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I might have been here. No, I might. Hey, listen, we have video proof now, so now we're gonna yeah. find out who was right, who was wrong, who's gaslighting the other. All right, go watch those 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 clips, you freak. I'm gonna watch them and then I'm gonna send them to you. Okay, send me one. Send me one. I'll send you the female stuff. No, I want the male stuff. Well, you said you don't I'm watch kidding, two I'm sweaty kidding. males. I'm Yo, kidding. what do you got against two sweaty males rolling around? Are you? I, lo- I love two sweaty males. Are you a bigot? TSWM is what I call them. That's how I quickly search for it on Google. Two sweaty males. Two two boys, one one ring. Yeah, we're at that point where we're just going off the. Yo, it's been. Uh, you know how uh, construction sites have like thirty days without incident. Uh, yeah, with that little. Thing. We should have that for not mentioning uh, our matriarchal podcast by mm. name. I, I I alluded to it, but I you think just, it's been like a good like five weeks. Yeah, that's good. You met okay. You alluded to it. Did you ever play that game when you were maybe in high school? And it was just if you okay, if you've never played, it won't make sense to you. But someone would just tell you, "I lost the game." You know what that is? Is it like a Seinfeld the contest episode? No, uh, <laughs> but I let. But hey, I love the Seinfeld reference. But yeah. so this whole game was just predicated on the fact that if you think of the game, you lose the game. So then if you were to think of the game, you would lose the game. And then you would tell anyone who knows about the game that they lost the game. So whoever's listening to this and knows about the game has now lost the game. Does that make any sense to you? But it's just based off the honor system. Yeah, but it's not even yeah. really a game. It's like more of a, let's like everyone knows that as soon as you think of the game, you've now lost. But the then game. if someone mentions the game, you're automatically going to think of it. So you're like a suicide bomber kind of situation. Exactly. Anyways, so from now on, anytime you think of the game, you got to tell anyone who knows about the game that they lost the game, that you've also lost the game. Yeah. In high school, we did the, you know, this thing below the waist. Yeah. 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 And then you like punch. Of course. Yeah. People got extreme with that shit, man. Did you Did like, you do like dangerous? Yeah, it was bad. Like people. Wait, which one? Like for birthdays, like like if you were turning 15. Birthday beats? No, we stopped that at like nine. Yeah. But the this the circle thing was like, like people take pictures on their phone and mm. then show you on their phone. And that's then, that's like, illegal. Or like you'd be on the second floor of the school and they'd be like, "Hey, Michelle," and then they like do it from the dance end. You can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. It's can't below be the waist. Oh, you said they're up here. No, no, they're downstairs and you're upstairs. Damn, what, what kind of fucking thing people ball? like crawl under like your desk and like tap your leg and then like you look under and they're like it's just too extreme man what high school did you go to you're uh, fun comprehensive okay i don't know anything about that but it sounds like the type of place they would do such activities and people looked at that school and they're like i thought that was like a a delinquent school like a boarding school kind of thing where i, like I know nothing about it so i don't know is it yeah. Um, I don't know. It it wasn't as bad as I thought. My first day, I was scared I was gonna get like stabbed or something. But and your first day at like twelve years old? No, I lived in Toronto before. Still, so I was like fourteen. Hey, add this to the list of things I should know. You about need to know. Friends. Yeah. Well, I think we've hit our time limit, so we'll is continue that, this. Is that your polite week. way of saying you don't you want to stop talking to me? I need to watch those wrestling clips before I sleep, man. I didn't know right now if what you were doing was a tick or that was just like, so I wasn't going to say anything, but now I'm, I'm aware that it's uh, some sort of. You can't of... do that? 
I could do it with one. If anyone listening, Michelle is. You know who do who does this? The I know the Rock. Okay, everyone knows that. You don't got to be a wrestling fan to know that. But that's where he got his start. From an eyebrow. No, from wrestling. No, yeah, that I know too. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock, Johnson. You think he'll ever be president? Uh. Like you see people endorse like these celebrities as president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, I don't think I don't think he'll ever be president. I think he'll would he make a good president? I don't know. I don't I don't think so, particularly. Anyways, well, this... I don't think yeah. Let's let's continue next week. Yeah. Michelle, send us away. You always put me in this position, man. Give us the I, wise, I shared wise I shared I shared my wisdom. Uh the thing for you performing in front of 300 people and that was good so the thing about michelle is he doesn't flaunt his wisdom he'll send you a text separately and be like this is how wise i am how nice i i don't want the public to know i'm wise i want them to know me as a funny guy yeah you're doing a good job because um yeah if i was just listening to this podcast wouldn't think you're wise either buddy how about that yeah i'm a wise guy not a wise man hey i made that joke last week see you guys next week take it easy guys